You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your Houston Texans. Why do you sound so sad? Because this is a sad moment, you know. First and foremost, my name is Cody Davis, and you can find me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And you can find Locked On Texans like you have all season on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. I'm not going to sound sad. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman here. You can follow me on Twitter. You know, as you know, at some sports guy with two Y's uh, at the end. You know, it just was, uh, what would we call this? The Buffalo Bills, Oilers Part 2? I, I don't know what to call it, but, you know, as you guys know, the Texans, if you don't know, you will know now, the Texans were up 24-0 in the first quarter, right? And from that point on, the Kansas City Chiefs went on a 51 to 7 run. I mean, that's NBA type of runs. It's not I? even an NBA run. That's an NBA. I, I've I've seen it where it's just like the bleeding does not stop. And but you know, we're gonna talk about that today pretty much for the entire show. What happened, what went wrong. Um, and then I think, you know, a, a good idea for the rest of the week is to kind of talk about where do they go. From here, but locked on Texans, you know we, we're here. We're gonna continue to stay throughout the off season. Talk about how this team can improve. How can this team bounce back? But first, we can't talk about the bounce back until talking about the knockdown, which was this Kansas City Chiefs offense. It, it, it wasn't the defense. The the Texans got uh, scored thirty one points. And on any given Sunday or Saturday or Thursday or Monday, that's normally good enough to win the game. But when you have Patrick Mahomes, who does what he does, and we're going to get into it. I have some numbers that kind of pissed me off while watching this game, considering the lackluster defense. The man's amazing. The What the Bears could have been bowled, had 82 points combined, almost 1,000 yards between the two quarterbacks, well, between the two offenses. The Chiefs did their job in their first game of 2020. They got in, even though they got down, did not stay down on themselves and fought their way back from a 24-0 deficit, won the game 51-31. And so that's how you bring in your 2020. To get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Guys, I've dropped 12 pounds since the beginning of the year, since last Monday. And I can tell you this, Echelon Fit really does help. Go to echelonfit.com to discover that. Their EX1 connected fitness bike that offer a high quality at home cycling experience at less than half of a price of a Peloton. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on NFL to learn about their limited time, free Apple, iPad, and complete 
details of this offering. Before moving on, I would like to send a sincere apology to one Mr. Patrick Mahomes. John, as you know, ever since he has exploded on the NFL scene, I have been very critical. Well, not very critical, but I have been saying that Mahomes is overrated. Mahomes is not as good as people make him seem. John, you remember last year when he had the epic no-look touchdown pass, how I dissected that and said that not only did he look, but it was not a no-look pass. And then he goes up against the Houston Texans. They're down 24-0. And in the second quarter, I must say that Mr. Patrick Mahomes finally made me into a believer. In the first quarter, Kansas City only had 45 yards. Patrick Mahomes, 4 for 10, 43 yards, no rushing yards. In the second quarter alone, Kansas City lit up the Texans for 171 total yards. Patrick Mahomes, 8 for 12, 100 yards, 4 touchdowns. Once again, I apologize to Mr. Patrick Mahomes. And, and and once again, and I forgot to mention, in that second quarter, they scored 28 unanswered points. And not only that, do you know that Kansas City ended this game between the second, third, and the fourth quarter? They had seven straight possessions scoring a touchdown. Eight straight possessions scoring points when you factor in the last field goal that they made, which made this 51. Yeah, before I get into what the Chiefs did and uh, how great they were on offense, which is a granted conversation, and I definitely will get into that because I believe congratulations in, are in order. Uh, I, I just want to say, which I, I probably should have said at the beginning of the show, it a terrible way to end your season but you ended the season with a playoff win with your franchise quarterback, his first playoff win, your first playoff win in a few years. Yes, there were questionable play calls this entire entire season. Yes, there were questionable moments. Yes, there were times where you thought the Texans may have been out of it. But when you consider all factors, and I mean injuries, and I mean not having your star players, and I mean overcoming adversity. I I mean it all. The final blow that this team took, it sucks. Just call it what it is. It sucks. But this team fought. And I'm seeing a lot of fans on the Twitter, on the social media, calling for Bill O'Brien's job. Um, That's something we'll discuss. I think it's a, a valid conversation, and everybody know I'm on record by saying I think he should be the coach, but there has been some questionable decisions, like going forward on fourth and four in your opponent's territory, territory uh, but not going forward on fourth and one when you're down the field, up 24-0 on your side of the field. I think that was the absolute changing point of this game, not going forward on fourth and one, when your offense is hot, the, you, you got your guys on, on the sideline with the fake guitar and then choosing to go forward on fourth and four. Uh, 
So to, I'm saying that to say this. Congratulations, boys. Grown men, I'm sorry. Congratulations, men. You fought through everything. You made it to the playoffs. You got a win. You won your division. Um, and I think congratulations are in order for the Houston Texans. I, I, I really believe that they deserve that. Now, when I look at what this Chiefs offense did, and I'm going to I'm gonna say the offense because I don't think the defense did much. I mean, they had moments, but seven straight touchdowns. Seven straight touchdowns. A playoff record. Patrick Mahomes becomes the first quarterback in NFL history uh, to have 300 passing yards, five, 50 rushing touchdowns, and five touchdowns in a single game in the playoffs, right? I mean, we saw the Ravens come off missing time because they had their bye week and they look rusty and they look like they didn't, you know, they didn't come to play. This Chiefs team were ready. And the biggest, I would say, the biggest contribution to helping this Chiefs team score those seven straight touchdowns in three plays in a row, their drive started on Houston's 42, great field position, 33, great field position, oh, and then the three-yard line. It was easy for them to score because the field was short. And the offense was so potent. The Chiefs were only on third down three times during the streak of scoring 48 points in a row. The only time they had saw a third down after that is when they was in field goal position, and that's when they kicked it, the field goal to go up to 51. This offense, since the first quarter, was on fire, and the game got out of hand simply because there was no answer. I hate to be the I told you so guy. I really don't want to do it, but, I mean, I hate to say it. I told you so. Not having Gibson, and then we got the news that Jalila died would be out. But not having Gibson might have been the biggest reason, at least factoring aid of a reason why the Texans' defense had trouble because once Travis Kelsey got over those jitters of his first drop, three touchdowns, over 100 yards, 10-plus catches. The Texans had no answer for him. And when they tried it, oh, you, you got a holding call. Oh, he's just too damn good. You can't stop him. This Chiefs offense just had no answer for him. And I saw the Bill O'Brien should be fired. Bill O'Brien shouldn't be let back into the facilities. Okay, if that's what you want to say, fine. Are we not holding Romeo Cornell accountable? How many games this season, before I get back to how great the Chiefs offense was, how many games this season did we say, well, damn, Romeo Cornell, you had a bad, bad day. We opened up the season with it against New Orleans, am I right? So bad, Aaron Kovac got cut a couple days later. It goes hand-to-hand. If this coaching staff loses his head coach, the entire coaching staff needs to go. And I have a hot take on somebody they can go get. I'll get into that later this week. But... Kudos to the Kansas City Chiefs for what they did. I'm not taking anything away from them. Patrick Mahomes is, bold statement coming right now, he is the greatest talent at quarterback I've seen in my 28 years of living. Wow. Pure talent. I know who the GOAT is. 
I mean, and I've also seen Aaron Rodgers play football for a very long time. You don't have to go to the GOAT to, to for me to rebuke your statement. Just well, now. I mean, I mean, hell, you pure, just said a guy that's pure talented than him. Not saying that you know Patrick Mahomes won't be able to surpass neither one of those guys, especially Aaron Rodgers. But at the end of the day, I kind of think you you got too much you got too much dip on your chip right now. That, that, I think that's what it is. And pure, not only that, you're probably hurting like I am. Because I'm not actually not hurting. At all. The, the, the ass whooping that the Texans suffered at the hands of Patrick Mahomes. I like Patrick Mahomes is a great talent, but that statement, like, you got too much, you got a little bit too much dip on Listen, your chip, John. And I honestly think Deshaun Watson is an amazing, amazing player. I mean, he made some dime of throws. We know what he did on the, on the, on the ground. He had a rushing touchdown, two passing touchdowns. Deshaun Watson had a great day. But to say, if I if I came out of that game and my two statements about their quarterback is, the quarterback players, Deshaun Watson had a great day. And then my next statement is, I think Patrick Mahomes is the greatest talent at quarterback I've ever seen. That tells you how great this man is under center, behind center. Um, and then just the simple fact of this offense who has an answer for it? We know that now, next Sunday, they'll play Tennessee. Does Tennessee has an answer for Kelsey, Robinson, uh, Tyreek Hill? And I haven't even said Patrick Mahomes yet. But to, just to get back on this game, and I'll talk about some of the things that Texas did. Uh, they did a much better job of tackling. They just didn't do a good job of covering. And the juice, the Space Jam juice, of getting after the quarterback, it just completely wore off. J.J. Watt was gassed from the moment he stepped on the field to the end mm-hmm. of the game. Jacob Martin, yeah, he actually made a couple of plays out there, um, but he wasn't really a factor. Merciless wasn't a factor. The pass rush, which is something that I think is a, a maybe a number one priority for this team moving forward. Limited draft picks. You have a lot of money in free agency, but that Laramie Tunsil deal has to get done. What are you going to do with Watson? He's up for a contract this year. Do you want to risk and wait until next next year? You have to see about that. But kudos to the Chiefs' offense. You know what I do wonder? A couple things. A, all of the Texans fans that flew to Kansas City. Oh, man. Did you have a barbecue off? Well, we won, we won that. Hopefully. And then those Chiefs fans, whether you were at the stadium, tailgating, at home, throughout the game, your emotions, how much from the first quarter to the second quarter to the third quarter to you know it was just completely over in the fourth quarter, how much did you just really, what's the word I want to use here, feel yourself? How much do you think they felt themselves? A lot, huh? Maybe they use Bluetooth. And now they can go home and have a good night with their significant other, especially if you use Bluetooth. Because Bluetooth helps you with your performance and you get that extra confidence in bed. Bluetooth.com, that's blue like the color. Bluetooth brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, in the stadium, after the stadium, during pregame. It doesn't matter. And on a full stomach. 
Since they're trouble, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code Locked On. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Locked On to try for free. Just use, just pay the $5 shipping. Even when the Houston Texans were up 21-0 in the first quarter, John, I do not believe that the Texans had a good game. Outside of Deshaun Watson connecting on Kenny Steele for that 54-yard touchdown, most of the Texans' success came basically from luck. When Kansas City tried to punt the ball the first time, Mingo ended up blocking the punt, which led to a Lonnie Johnson Jr. touchdown. The next possession after that, they tried to punt again, and Tyreek Hill muffled the punt. Then you also got to take into consideration that Kansas City dropped not one, not two, not three, but four passes. And the big one came early in the first quarter, once again by Travis Kelsey. Ironically, yeah. yeah. Ironically, that would have put the that would have put Kansas City in great field position. This is early in the first quarter. So when you take a look at the Houston Texans side of things, even though that they were up. 21 nothing. Do you believe that was the best version of the Texans that we've seen, or do you think it was luck? And I'm sorry, I believe that most of it... No, I'm not going to say luck. Let me just say that it was fortunate to have fortunate. some of those mishaps well, go in their favor. I'll say this. We've seen plenty of time this entire year where they would have luck fall into their hands, and they still wouldn't take advantage of it. Um... So when things fall your way and you take advantage of it, whether it was luck or fortunate, I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, I think that they capitalized on it. You, you got a black punt. Well, you had a player in position to scoop it and score. Uh, Kelsey drops a pass. Well, you go out there and score. Uh, this was a game where Deshaun Watson, here's the stat line, 388 yards, two touchdowns through the air. Then he also had 37 yards on the ground with one touchdown, a combined for over 400 yards. So I do think that the Texans, and I think that's a fair, you know, discussion. Did they play good or did things just go their way early on because of the uh, first game playoff jitters? Yeah, you can say yeah, you can say no. However, you want to flip it. Um, I think that when you go up 24 to zero, there's something good about your team. At the time. And, you know, special teams has been a big thing for the Texans in the last four to five weeks. Angelo Blackson had two block kicks, two block field goals in back-to-back weeks. Um, We saw how, if it wasn't for Brian Anger and his uh, field positioning in the Bills game, what would that would have meant for the Bills, whether it was getting six or whether it was getting seven or three. Maybe they could have scored more. So special teams is still a part of this game. Mingo got a clean blunt. Mingo got a clean block punt. Yeah, and let me just say this. Didn't, kick not... the, didn't, get a, didn't hit the kicker. Didn't get a, a penalty. That's a part of the game. I have to give them credit for that. I'm not taking no kind of credit away from them, but I'm saying when you take a look at how they came out early in that first half, and I'm talking about Kansas City, it, it, they they didn't have anything going. And like I mentioned, even if you want to kind of 
say I was wrong by saying that they was they got lucky off of that block punt. What about the muffle punt by Tyreek Hill? What about the four drop passes that was four literally wide open? And at least two of those passes would have put Kansas City in great field position. That's 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 the aspect that I'm looking on. Yes, and the they Texans, were very fortunate. They the were. Texans capitalized at least in the first quarter, like they were supposed to do. But I'm just saying, when you take a look at what they did in the first quarter, you take a look at what they did from the second all the way to the end of the game, it was a complete 180. And I feel if they were playing a good game, no matter what side of the ball it was, at some point that would have carried over throughout the rest of the game, and we did not see that. Well, I'll say this. Momentum swings in sports are real. Oh, I 100% Um, agree with you. And this is where I'm critical before we, you know, kind of wrap up. Uh, this is where I, I'm getting critical. And I will say that I've been semi-wrong. You do not go forward on fourth and four. Inside and the other territory. side, not, not in your territory. You're not in field goal range. You're, 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 you're not... It... You don't go for it when you're fourth and four in your own territory. When your decision to not go for it on fourth and one, you kick the three instead of going, your offense is hot. You you, you want to make sure you do as much as you can to put out a Chiefs team before the game. What did I tell you? I've seen this Chiefs team drop 28 in a quarter. Oh, yeah, you said that. <laughs> In a quarter. And they did exactly that. So the decision to go forward on fourth and four, when I feel like at that point, the coaching staff may have, oh my gosh, wait, this game could be slipping away. That should have been the, the decision on fourth and one. Also, another issue I had. When they were down, I think, was it uh, 13 at that point? Trying to fight back. Deshaun Watson had to tell Bill O'Brien to go for it. And then Bill O'Brien ran down and wasted a timeout because he wanted to see if he wanted to go for it or not. At this point, was Bill O'Brien thinking to himself, the Chiefs won this game already, I'm just going to fold? Watson, your quarterback, had to tell you, no, we're going for it. I'm waving. We're going for it. As a head coach, with that much time left, we've seen crazier things like 28 points scored in the quarter. Those are type of the mistakes, decisions that at this point moving forward, Cal and Janice McNair has some real decisions to make. You already made the decision that you're going to keep the, the board of five, the band of five as GM next season. And after the offseason that they had, the limited offseason that they had, I can understand that. But as a head coach, and as the head coach of a coaching staff, which is including the defense, which gave up seven straight touchdowns, 51 points. I think it's time. It's time to go. There's no way in hell Cornell should be brought back after your franchise quarterback who's only been in the league three years, he's yelling at you that we're going for it. The decision you made to go for it on fourth and four instead of going for it on fourth and one when you were in your own territory, your offense is hot. 
And by the way, they opened up the game on offense pretty damn good. That very first touchdown to Kenny Stills, that play that was drawn up and ran was a direct result of the first play. You ran the screen, got the ball out to Hopkins. And on that same side was Hopkins and Fuller. So when you threw the ball to Stills, the attention were on those two receivers, especially on, on Fuller. He's back, and everybody knows we averaged 28 points when they're on the field. We try to find ways to get him the ball. So Steels licks out. He's wide open. Watson drops a dime. Your offense is hot. You did a, a very good job in the first seven minutes of calling plays on offense. But to not go for it on fourth and one, then backdoor and try to go for it on fourth and four, and then your quarterback has to tell you, who's only been in the league three years, you've been a head coach of this team for six years. No, we're going for it. Were you just done? Was the fight over with? Were you thrown in the towel? I don't know. But now moving forward, I do think a decision needs to be made at head coach. And I'm I'm interested to see how the rest of this offseason is going to play out. Of course, we're going to be here to cover it all. Wow, how things change in a blink of an eye. Because just last week you were saying you wanted him to stay. Yeah. I thought he I thought I thought he was granted more time. But how he ended. That game compared to how he ended the first quarter on out. It's, it's not about how you start sometimes. It's, it's, it's about how you end. We've seen the Dallas Cowboys start this season out 3-0. They're not in the playoffs. You can start hot all you want, but the end game is not how you start. It's how you finish. I'm some sports guy, Hickman. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. Uh, all week, your questions. You know, tweet locked on Texans. Tweet me personally. How do you feel? Get off your feelings. Let us know. Shoot them out. I want to know. I really do want to know. Also, don't forget to subscribe to You Can Argue That Sports.com. We will be giving away a Visa gift card this week $50. Mm-hmm. I know some of y'all bet the house. <laughs> I know some of y'all bet. Oh, with Texas going to be, I bet you 50 I bet you 100 I bet you $1,000. I know some of y'all bet some crazy money. You can use that $50 gift card, get some gas money, groceries for the kids. You know they love Hot Pockets. And I'm Cody Davis. Please follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Yes, please let us know how you feel about the Houston Texans, not just the loss against Kansas City, but about the Houston Texans as a whole. Within the next two weeks, we will begin our scheduling of you guys to have you guys on the show john and myself we're going to get together see what day works best for a lot of fans and we can start scheduling you guys our goal is to pick one day throughout the week and have a listener come on the show for a segment possibly two depending on what we have going on it just debate talk texans or whatever it is you could talk Netflix shows with John, I probably won't even, you know, yeah, Cody, talk Cody about that. Watch, you know, I, I work a lot. I work a lot. I work a lot too, damn it. But but I I I, I work day and night. You just work day and I, half the night. Uh, you know when to stop. Hey, if I night. got some Bluetooth, I'm working at night too. <laughs> it's been a fun season. And uh, as we go into off season, I cannot wait to, you know, really keep the show going, grow with it, grow with the listeners. And uh, just have fun. I think during the offseason where we can have more time to really break down what this team needs, get into the draft, expectations. We'll have Thomas Willie on. He'll come through, talk about the draft. He'll, you can argue that, sports.com, have his draft 
expectations and what the Texans need to do. So it's going to be fun, and you guys will get a little bit more of the Bulls on Parade with a party twist. That version of us will be back, but just in a more, I guess, constructive way. Constructive way. I don't know if that's even a word or not, but uh, I cannot wait to discuss what the Texans need because if this was the last time we seen them, which it is, 31 points, Deshaun Watson had over 400 yards, no interceptions, four sacks, two were created by him. If this was the last time we've seen him for this season, like I said, which it is, there is a lot we can take from it for next season. The thing is, you cannot go into the next season the same team you are when it was the last time fans, the NFL, anybody watching saw you. That is what makes the Patriots so good year in and year out. Small tweaks, whether it's special teams, whether it's offense, whether it's defense, you have to change up. So we'll see. Word from the wise before we get out of here. <sighs> Scared money don't make no money. If you ever go broke, you better take some money. That's what uh, the Chiefs did. That's what they did. We were playing with scared house money. The Chiefs just came through and took it away. Until next time, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.